Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy about, I almost said Thursday. It is Thursday, but you're watching this on Friday. So happy Friday, December 22. Uh, This is officially the last broadcast before Christmas. So the next broadcast on, on Monday and Tuesday, we are taking that off for Christmas. Uh, and so our next show after Friday, which is today for you, is the next show will be Wednesday with Johnny and on Wednesday the 27th. So we'll miss you for two extra days. We're, we will uh, be sad to not be with you, but also happy to be with family and doing Christmas things and all that. So, uh, all right. Uh, I think that's the main thing. We're going to run a quick spot. And then we're going to bring Barry Wunsch on here in just a moment. So here comes that spot. He knows the plans he has for them. He hears their cries. He longs that they have a cup of cold, refreshing water. Because water refreshes a weary soul. It's like a message of good news. Through every clean water well provided, we share and demonstrate the good news of Jesus. And it's all because of your generosity. Together, we are revealing the love of our Father to those who are truly hungry and thirsty. But there's many more people in desperate need. Give the gift of clean water today. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams. 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Okay, now after we've run that, that spot, I'm going to bring in uh, Lori Sally. Uh, Lori and Mike are the ones that work full-time for, um, how do we call it, Show Mercy, your own organization, and you're also full-time with Elijah Stream. So I'm going to be with you, Doreen and I will be with you and uh, Mike. Just, uh, well, weeks from now in February in mm-hmm. Uganda. So that's going to be great. So um, I know you want to share some things on your heart. You guys are the ones that are getting these water wells dug. How many countries are we in now? Um, I think 10 now. Well, 11, including Uganda. I always forget Uganda. That's the main one that we're focusing on, obviously, is Uganda. Yeah. But we're in 10 other countries. That is that's incredible. Amazing. That's, that's incredible. amazing. So tell me what you're going to share today. Okay. Just giving you a warning. You know me, Steve, but most of the viewers don't, haven't spent a lot of time with me, but I wanted to share a scripture verse the Lord gave me. I was studying and I felt like it really was a word for all of our Elijah Streams partners. And just, a, it, it was just in, in like a little encounter as I was reading the scripture. So first I just want to read the scriptures and then I want to just share what I felt like God wanted me to share. It was a word for me. It was a word for you, Steve and Doreen. And it was a word for everybody that's involved in these water wells. And so it comes from first Chronicles chapter 11 verse, let's see, 15. I think it's in second Samuel 13 or 23. I can't remember as well. It's the same story. So it's a story of David whenever he's in the um, cave of Abdullam. I think that's how you say it. And He is, let's see, it's talking about, I was studying the mighty men of David really is what it turned out to be. And then when I came across this scripture, I just started weeping. And, you know, I shared this with you before, Steve, I sent you a message and I was just weeping as I, as I was reading it and I could just feel the Holy spirit now. So it was, um, verse 15. Now three 
of the 30 chief men went down to the rock to David into the cave of the Duom. And the army of the Philistines encamped in the valley of Rephaim. David was then in the stronghold and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David said with a longing. Oh, that someone would give me a drink of water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So the three broke through the camp of the Philistines, drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, David would not drink it, but he poured it out to the Lord. And he said, far be it from me, oh my God, that I should do this. I can't even see my Bible. <laughs> I drink the blood of these men who have put their lives in jeopardy for at the risk of their lives, they brought it. Therefore, he would not drink it. These things were done by the three mighty men. And so when I read that scripture verse, obviously, David was, was longing for this water that he was familiar with. But when I was reading it, it was like the Lord was telling me, it was like God was saying, oh, I am longing for this water. And we know God isn't thirsty. He has everything. But it was it was though the cry of the people had come to him and he was expressing this longing for water. And wow. the word that I got, Steve, was for you and Doreen and for all the, the people that are partnering to make this happen. That that we're doing this for the king. That we're not just, we're, we're doing it for the people. Yeah. And he's so pleased. But the thing is, is like he put the, the heart cry out there and, and he, he put the longing out. And you, Steve and Doreen, you answered it. And, you know, I called you up the very first time and I just yeah. said, Steve, you know, God is moving on water wells. We've been doing this for 20 years, but something was different. And I just, I called you and I asked you, would you consider donating $10,000 for a water well? And you didn't even hesitate. And you just, you just said yes. But then the Holy Spirit began to, I think, remind you of your prophetic word that yeah. he gave you. I don't know if it was your quiet time or what it was, Steve, but. But I've always heard you say in the 20 years that I've known you, orphan children and water wells. And I always wondered, you know, would we do water wells together? But we haven't ever really focused on that. And then after you gave that first water that donated that first water well through Elijah streams, you you just said, I feel like we're supposed to do more. And we started with three. Then we started doing six. Then now we're doing <laughs> 10, committed to 10 every month in Uganda. And this word, it just, it, it just it stirred me up because I was like, every person that's watching, every person that's a part of Elijah's dreams, those that are giving sacrificially, I, I see some of the donations that come in and I am just overwhelmed by the generosity of people yeah. and, and those that are praying. And there's so much to it to make this happen. Yes. And it's like you Steve, Doreen, every Elijah Streams partner that is a part of this. It's like the three mighty men. You were risking, you're sacrificing, you're giving of yourself. And I just could feel the pleasure of the father in oh. that. It, it's, it's, I think sometimes, you know, we watch the videos like the, the beginning um, intro with the water. And yeah. the thing is, is for me, it, it probably is a little different because I've been there. Like I yeah. know some of those people I've walked those those paths with those people and it's it's so impactful and what we're doing together to bring this fresh clean water 
is so pleasing to God. Wow. And this sacrifice, this offering, I could just see. It's so much more than any of us will ever really know. Yeah. We're saving lives and we're bringing fresh water. But not only that, the gospel of Jesus is being preached and people are populating. They're going to be populating heaven. I mean, heaven, the family is growing. And I could just see the pleasure in God's heart. Like his family's growing and it's all because you said yes, Steve. And the viewers, the partners have said yes to this thing. And it's, it's incredible. And I can't wait for 2024. I can't wait till the, we take the Elijah streams trip to Uganda. Yeah. Can't wait so. until you see these people and you meet them. They so, are yeah. beautiful. They are beautiful. And their cry has gone up to our father. And I just want to say thank you on behalf of the people. Wow. Wow. They're saying yes, Steve. Wow. And for everybody that makes it possible for Elijah Streams to put the word out there and to be the voice for these people and for every person that's giving sacrificially, going above and beyond, it's just, I, I, wow. I don't know what to say other than thank you. And I just know that God is going to continue to pour out his favor and his blessing on us all so that we can continue to do his work. Oh, thank you, Laura, so much. You know, I, that you mentioned that. And I'd, I've only mentioned it a few times on the air, but it was 1987. I had not yet even heard that there were prophets in the land. Okay, that's how far along it goes, 30 years, 30-some years ago. Uh, if I'm adding that right, yeah, and I know I am. I was uh, staying with some friends in a mountain cabin. It was just one overnight, and I'm sleeping on their couch in the cabin, um, and I'm not restless, but I'm not sleeping either. And I kind of in a half sleep, I just heard almost like an audible voice, but it was in my head and it said, well, ministries. And it was very clear. There was no, and I thought, well, ministries. And then I thought, what is that? And then, then it spoke again and it said, little orphan children. And I go, well, ministries, little orphan children. What's that? Okay. So I took more than 30 years to figure it out. I kept trying. I got cards made that said, well, ministries. I had a logo. And then about 2005, we started a Christian bookstore. We called it The Well. We were trying to tap into that. Then the Christian, you know, then the economy got bad, as everyone knows and remembers. And then we closed that store. So I'm thinking, well, I guess I don't know. I guess I've never figured it out. And one day you called and said, and said, would you like to sponsor a well? And I'm going, <laughs> oh, okay, you know, and then all of a sudden, it even it may not have even hit me. And then when I thought, well, we could do another one, and we started telling people, and I remember contacting you and saying, could you handle it if we did a couple of a month? And you said yes, and then I said, could you handle it? <laughs> I kept upping it. I, I I did it like one well at a time almost. So um, so now not only are we doing 10, 10 wells, a month in Uganda, in your area, but then those 10 other countries, uh, Mike, you and Mike are finding people on the ground, boots on the ground, and watch for it. But I mean, as you're telling the story, I'm just hearing in my mind the Lord saying, you know, what I, what I, it's like he said, what I told you, whatever you do to one of the least of these, my children, you're doing to me. You give them a cup of cold water, you gave me a cup of cold water. And you know what? He means that. He means that's how he received it. And so when he's, that's like he's saying, I'm so thirsty, right? 
because he's tapping into their heart. So I better stop or I'm going to lose it here. Um, but I just really want to thank our people who are so generous. Oh. You know, sometimes I think, well, I mention it too often and we're going to spread it around and do different kinds of things that we're showing you. But folks, the need is just incomprehensible, isn't it? People that have never had clean water their entire life, you know, and, and it's by the millions and millions. So we've think I think we attracted Lori to maybe about fifty thousand that are that we're now servicing with water. I think it's more than that. You know, we're being very conservative. It's probably more. I mean, I don't really know the number. It's between fifty to a hundred thousand, and yeah. uh, it probably could even be more. You just, you just That's don't a know. lot of people that some of the areas um, that aren't right by our base, which you'll see our base, and it's very lush because we're more near the equator. But in northern Uganda, where we're drilling, it's more deserty, and it's, I mean, um, it just the number of people and the the lack of water in those areas is is immense, and so it's it's just incredible. And I hope you don't ever stop being the voice. And if people get tired of it, then they can just fast forward through the, <laughs> okay. through the thing. But the reality is, it's like each one of these people. I can't, I mean, imagine a hundred thousand people have been impacted this year because you said yes, and you've been a voice and you're inspiring people to get involved and to do something. And I'm here to tell you, you're doing something. You are impacting, you're bringing fresh, clean water, you're saving lives, but you're also, people are getting born again and they're getting set free. And if you really have a relationship with Jesus, you know what that means. He is real and he is alive and he is encountering these people and setting them free. I, I, I mean, I have so many testimonies. I can't wait till, till we get some more videos and, and can share yeah. the stories, but goodness, it's, it's phenomenal. And you know what I, you were telling me, cause I saw uh, you showed a video last time you were on or either a video or a photo of someone praying for you and Mike. And I and I was thinking that must be unusual. And you said, no, that's like, that's what they do. They pray for you. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I was thinking I'm going to go there and they're, they're going to be seeking prayer from an American. They they want to pray for us, don't they? They are. You're going to be blown away. I mean, they are incredible. Their, their faith muscle is so, it, it inspires me and, and, and encourages me to, to be stronger. I wanted to share this one story about this, sure. this gentleman named Lucius. He's he's in his 80s. You know, over there, they don't keep track of, of birth dates and things like that, like we do. Okay. And so we ask him how old he is. He says he's in his 80s. And he looks all stoic here, but but we ended up um, identifying a water source near his house and drilled a, a water well. So it's on his property. So he donated some of his property. And so Mike and I, when we were in Uganda last, we went to go visit him because we wanted to meet him. We wanted to see the water well. And just talking to him, he was so excited about the water well. And so at the, in this picture, we're sitting, the water well is right in front of us and we're sitting on the edge behind nice. it. And we're talking. And in the next picture, you can see I'm, I'm talking to him. Mike caught a, a, a snap of me. And I'm, I'm just like inquiring about his life. And there's an interpreter there that you can't see because um, he doesn't speak English. And I'm just asking him about his life and different things. And it just pops in my head. I love God speaks to me in dreams. And so I just thought to ask him, do you ever dream? And he, he just said, matter of factly, well, actually, God gave me a dream that I would have this water well. 
And I wish I would have asked him, like, how long ago was that? But I, I didn't. But it just moved my heart so much because I thought, here's this man. He's 80 something. That honestly is a very old age for people in Uganda. They don't typically live past 70, but you know, that's not kingdom mindset, but that's just what the statistics say. And he's at the end of his life and here God answers his, the desire in his heart to, I mean, the water well isn't just for him, but, but the fact that he got to donate his land, that God spoke to him. And then we show up and partner with him. I just know that reaffirmed his faith. And Emily, can you show the video? I don't know if you have it, but he was all stoic. But I wanted to just show this this little awesome. light, yeah. very video of him. He was dancing around and um, he oh, was right. smiling. He was so cute. Okay, good. Emily, go ahead and run that. He was so happy. We we were talking to him about the water, and that's when he just started dancing around. Wow. So happy. And so people, it's it's incredible. The lives are being impacted and what God's doing through through everyone. And I, I the other thing is, you know, Steve, we're focused on water right now, but we're also helping to facilitate giving for Elijah streams in so many different avenues. And I know we'll be sharing more stories about some of those things and I'm excited about it. And I just want to say, as we're coming to the year end and just in general, I know for me, I'm, I'm not a skeptic about things of God. Well, sometimes I wonder, you know, I have to, (laughs) it takes me a little bit, but I'm not always the most trusting person when it comes to, um, donating to places because I want to make sure that my money is being used and that it's what God's doing. And sometimes, you know, God is makes it clear where to sow and where to give. And then other times he doesn't. And, and, and so Mike and I have found ourselves in different seasons struggling. Where can we give? And just as we, you know, join the team at Elijah streams and, and just, we know the behind the scenes and the things that I know that Elijah streams is doing, Mike and I opt our giving. We're, we're giving more to Elijah's right. dreams. And I just right. can't to do more and more because the kingdom is being spread through Elijah's dreams. Just the incredible um, giving that you're doing through Elijah's dreams, Steve, to help and impact not just the nations, the other nations, but the United States. And you don't talk about that a whole lot, but I hope in 2024 we'll get to share more with people yeah. the impact that Elijah's dreams is making which is you, everybody that's donating, that is you, the impact that you're making. So if you're wondering, where can I give? Let me just tell you, Elijah Streams is touching many, many facets here in the United States of America. And we talk about the water wells and that is impactful too. But I just want to encourage you, if you're wondering where can I give and and know that my resources are going to actually make an impact and make a difference, I can just tell you, I can attest to it. I personally am investing because I believe and Elijah streams and this ministry and what we're doing together. So yeah. thanks for letting and, me come well, on. Steve. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And I will, I, I was going to ask you about the man, uh, cause you said someone donated their land over there. Do they, do they grant land or do they just say, you can put one on my land? How is it that they donate land to you? Well, to, they donate the land for the community to use the water well. And so we always, we, we go through a process of different things when we identify a place. We don't want to get into a situation where we drill a water well and then somebody becomes possessive and won't let the community use it. 
And so it takes a little bit of time to build these relationships. And, you know, sometimes families will find water. And, and we shared a story before. Remember the lady that that yeah. knew that God had called her to have the well on her property because she she was going to be, you know, it was a tool for the kingdom to be able to preach and to pray for people. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And the, the um, surveyors went there the first time and they couldn't find any water. So they left her went to another area, found another family that had water in their land, but they were squabbling and they couldn't come to an agreement to donate their land for the community. Somebody in their family didn't want the community to come onto their property to use water, which I can understand. I mean, sure. but they came back and remember she grabbed that dirt and she held it up before the surveyors came back and just declared water will be here in Jesus wow. name. And the surveyors came back and surveyed that area where she'd actually picked up the dirt and there was water. And that's where a water well is now. And people are getting born again at that water well. And so, yeah, people donate their land and we just want to make sure they're going to, you know, use it to serve the community. And so. Praise God. All right. Well, Lori, thank you so, so much. I, I, I went longer than I was going I know, to, but I don't know, but I mean, I didn't want to cut out any of this. So this was so, so important. And, um, God bless you, Lori. You Merry too. Christmas, you and you Mike. Too. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, see you. Bye bye. That's so sweet. So nice. We let we've known Mike and Lori for twenty years, twenty some years. They moved into the area here in Albany, Oregon area, and then they uh, started this mission in Uganda. Um, um, they, they called the local place Field of Dreams, but they their uh their organization is called show mercy so they run showmercy.org you can look them up but then uh they also work full-time when she, when she says we're helping with the other things when we give money away uh or we're either doing water projects or helping people in need and that's mike and Lori are the primary people who help identify those needs including traffic children organizations that we're helping uh so they're they're very, very important to this ministry, and I, I hope you'll keep them in prayer. So, all right, let's go ahead and bring in Barry White. So here's Prophet Barry. Well, Barry, I'm sorry we went a little bit over on that, but I, I didn't feel like I wanted to cut that off. But isn't that fascinating? Oh, absolutely beautiful, uh, Steve. You know, I, I tell you, that, I mean, it just touches my heart, and and I would also attest that Elijah streams and and what you what you do and how you've laid your lives down and how you're impacting people by by drilling those wells but but you're also Steve you're providing uh you're drilling wells of other kinds as well you know where people can come and drink of the father yeah and I yeah. think they coincide with one another. And so I just, it is, you know, and that part of this, I think it's Matthew 10, 42. I'm pretty sure that's where it is, where the Lord himself, Jesus is on the earth, you know, he's still with us. And he's basically saying, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you get a prophet's reward. And he says a couple more phrases. And then he says, and whoever gives a cup of cold water to one of these, I'm telling you, they most assuredly will not lose their reward. Both of the things that we're doing yeah. are Matthew 10, 42. And it's like, I never set out to make those two verses go together or anything. It was just, I, I discovered that verse later and go, hey, we're kind of laying the, setting the table that people can receive a prophet in the name of a prophet. Not that we claim to be the, the only prophetic ministry, nothing like that, but we're, 
for providing profits and then to the body. And that's a well, you know, like you said, that's a water well of, uh, of the word, water of the word. So yeah. well, listen, we took some of your time, but you feel free to, of course, take the normal time that you do, Barry. And um, I've got some good revelations in front of me. So I'm going to just turn it over to you. Yeah, well, thank you, Steve. Uh, you know, again, uh, you know, I come today and and I do want to just start with a little praise report. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I shared with you off air and I know sometimes, you know, it gets to be a bit personal, but uh, I just want to share. I, I've been on a waiting list for surgery for my back for, for some time and uh, I just couldn't bring myself to fill out the paperwork. Well, let me say that it's been three weeks uh, coming on that I haven't had any back pain. No, back, and it wasn't it like constant all the it time? Was, it was, it was, it was always kind of there, and at times it would flare up, and it felt like I had a blowtorch, you know, mm. leg. And so, anyway, uh, I just want to say glory to God. I don't know exactly when it happened, you know, but uh, that, you don't remember a specific prayer. You I don't. don't you didn't have anyone prayer, But uh, but I'm so thankful, and wow. and I just want to uh, testify the goodness the goodness of God. Yeah, no, I said to you off the air, too, I said, you had that happen, and a few weeks back, I realized, hey, I haven't had a migraine, and it's been weeks now, and I always renew the migraine medicine. It's a, it's a medicine called Zomig. It's not, um, it's not narcotic, but it's, it works on this throbbingness thing, I think, and so uh, I always renew it, whether I need it or not, because usually it'll come in spurts, and I'm going, I'm looking at it today thinking, man, Maybe I don't even need to renew this. It's 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 adding up, and I'm not using it. Maybe I just quit reordering. I've I've always reordered it because it always came in, you yeah. know, chunks. But I I at the same time I don't know of anything that I specifically did related to migraines. I'm talking about in prayer. Yeah. That I know of, except we always call on our intercessors to pray. But usually the following month we we're back at it. So. Um, you know, sometimes you're afraid to tell someone because you go, man, I, I just want to appreciate it and not say something to, you know, mess it up. But anyway, I just, I'll just say this before mankind and God, I thank you. That I, if I'm not healed forever, I feel like I'm healed forever. So I'll take it. Right. I'll so, take it as well. Yeah. yeah I'll take so, it as well. Yeah. Well, well, uh, maybe before we get going here, uh, if I could open up in prayer, sure. yeah. uh, you know, honestly, you know, you know, I know we're in a holiday season and Merry Christmas to everyone and happy Hanukkah and, and, and all that. We're going to be gathering with our families and, and spending some beautiful time together. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to doing some of that. Uh, but there's also a part where, where we're still engaged. <laughs> you know, we're still engaged in the spirit. Yeah. And, uh, and there's still, a, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot going on. And uh, honestly, the last couple of days for me have been really, quite uh quite heavy and almost you know almost hard to move you know in, in moments and uh you know a brewing of intercession and uh, just looking at the critical moment we're in right now with with things turning over in our nations and and it really isn't business as usual so uh the the lord is is crashing some things down for us but uh, but lord we just ask father yeah. father i just come mm -hmm. to you today Yes, Father, Father. And, and Lord, I just submit myself, Father, to you, yes, and Father. Holy Spirit, and and Father, I pray that you would just breathe upon everything, Father, that you have intended today. That 
that what is your life in it, Lord, I pray, would go and and uh, bring the life that which you've intended it for. And yes. Lord, in the same hand, whatever, you know, may not be fully of you, Lord, I pray that it would drop to the ground and die. Yes, but Lord, Lord, we just ask that, uh, Lord, we bind our feet to the path that you have for us yeah. today. And, and Lord, we don't just want another good program, Lord. We ask for supernatural Holy Spirit manifestations touching your people today. Father, open eyes, our ears, hearts. Father, bring discernment and, and wisdom, Father. And, and Lord, even on this day, Lord, I ask uh, that you'd come and, and breathe fresh upon us. And we call for Michael, we call for Enoch, we call for Raphael, we call for Defender, we call for the host of the Republic, the host of the Dominion, we call for the Camouflage host, the Provider, Diverter, Connector, Advancer, Collaborator, Contender and Destroyer. We call you in on this day, you angelic hosts. Yeah. to go before us and behind us so we may fulfill ha, all that you have in store, Lord, in this season. So Holy Spirit, come with your, your fresh fire oh, on your people today and on us. And uh, Lord, we honor you above all. And I pray this in the name of Yeshua, oh, the name above every other name. Amen. 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 Oh. Well, bless the Lord. So, uh, so Steve, I'll, I'll maybe jump in. Um, sure. On uh, December the 12th, uh, I woke up at 2.40 in the morning after a dream. And uh, I just, you know, like, as always, I just began, you know, journaling it out. And, uh, and this one, Steve, uh, I saw the Lord and uh, I was with him. I was with him in a valley. Can I and, ask you before you jump in very far? Now, as we're hearing this, even though it was a dream, was it a, a, an occurrence that was actually also happening? You know what I mean? Is, yes. Was it real as well? I was. It was real as well. I was there okay. in it. I was. I was there okay. in it again. I, I could. You could feel the humidity in the air. You could wow. feel kissing your skin. Sure. And wow. uh, you know, I'm in this. Basically, it was like a large pasture that was you know leading into this into this rough mountainous terrain and there i am with the lord and and he was dressed in a white robe and he had his shepherd's staff and there was a massive flock of sheep that he'd been holding in a field and and part of it was fenced you know they were kind of being brought in and and uh, and he was holding all of these sheep in this field and we walked up to this gate, you know, that, you know, together. And he looked at me and he says, Barry, this is the time we've all been waiting for. And, you know, he leaned over to the gate and he said to me, Barry, this is my gate. And those who want to enter and come with me, you know, now can only come through me from here on. There's no other way but through me. Oh. And and Steve, I knew the heart of the shepherd. I knew the heart of the father that he knew by the spirit. I knew in the, that he knew each and every one, every sheep that was there gathered. He knew their story. He knew everything that that they had been through. He knew that you know the some of the 
dry pastures that they'd been in. He knew some of the, the hard times, all of the hard times they'd been through. Mm. I mean, he just knew them through and through, and his love for them was just off the charts. Mm. And, and I could see, you know, in the sheep, uh, the trust and the desire that, you know, and their love for their great shepherd. Nice. And uh, I mean, they were, they were there. There would be no other one that they would follow. And I mean, they were a tight flock and they were all very special to him and they all wanted to be as close. Like they, they would follow him wherever he would, he would lead. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he said, times as you have known them are about to change forever. Wow. For where I'm taking you now, no one has ever been, nor have they ever imagined it possible. So I'm standing there and, you know, he's ready to open this gate. And all of a sudden I see half a dozen uh, Roman soldiers show up on horseback, you know, kind of where this gate is. And uh, they were dressed. They had, you know, red and leather kind of uniforms on and, you know, metal plates. And they had these these helmets on with kind of these brushed you know, sure. kind of things on top. They had, you know, these red capes. Can I ask you a quick question? Is the whole dream and encounter set back in that time period, or are they are yes. you modern days? But the Roman soldiers are there. The, 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 this was this was like the Roman soldiers were there. This was I was back in that time period. Okay, is kind of what it felt like. Wow. And uh, you know they had swords on their sides. Wow. Now these soldiers, they had been okay with the sheep just being held in that field. But now they were a little bit concerned Hmm. that they were being led out and they were being moved, that they were no longer being tamed, but being released for this moment in time. Well, and I I saw this narrow path that led from the, the, the small gate of the shepherd, the Lord, and, you know, that led in through, you know, the, the edge of the pasture into this mountainous terrain. And I could see that this path, you know, led into kind of a sort of a narrow crevice in the rock that was a narrow passageway. You know, it had tall walls, very craggy and, and rough. Yeah. And, and the Lord looked at me and said, well, here we go. Let's do this. He looked over and he matter of factly unlatched the gate, swung it wide, gave a look back over the flock gave a whistle and just with a determination in his step, I mean, he stepped out and he started to, to walk down this path to lead the way. And I knew right then and there that we were all going to be okay. Now I knew that the path that laid ahead would not necessarily be an easy one. In fact, in fact, I knew it was going to be actually a rough path, but I also knew that we were going to be all right hmm. and we we're going to make it. And then as he led the way and he headed out the flock, they immediately followed and they kind of had a bounce in their step. There was movement. There were things happening. And the Roman soldiers, they stood off to the side watching what was happening. There was absolutely nothing that they could do to even come close to stopping this. Were Were they wanting to stop it? Well, my my impression, Steve, was in, in the past and over time, they had had a, a, a resistance to to the body okay. coming into the fullness of their 
call and what they're being led into. And so yeah. with all the shenanigans that have been going on over the last, you know, well, decades and years, yeah. uh, you know, there's been this restriction. And so now uh, with the move of the father, there was nothing that they were going to mm. be able to stop this. So, so I look back over this flock and there were millions, honestly, as far as my eye could see, and they were still gathering. They were still coming in from every direction. I mean, it was a sight to behold. And, and to me, it, it just, it, it was a call of harvest, a call of the body gathering into to the purposes of, and this was more than a remnant. This mm-hmm. was, this was a movement within, within the body that uh, is going to be tremendous. So the Lord, he, he spoke to me again and he said this, he said, Barry, I'm bringing freedom and deliverance to my people. I've called them all, and it breaks my heart that so many have resisted my love for them. For I'm taking my people down a path they have not expected or anticipated. So tell my people that they've trusted me this far, and I will never let them down or lead them down the wrong path. Tell them to stay right with me and to stay tight with one another. This is imperative. As I lead you through these paths to hide you and protect you through the low places, there is a war that is going to rage in the nations. As I bring my justice in these days, things are tinder dry and a small spark can set it ablaze. So soon... Very, very soon, all shall see who is who, uh, and you will see whom they serve and what they serve. For the nations shall see in the light, fullness of my light, what they've been hiding and why they have taken such great lengths to kill, steal, destroy, and control everything they have. Mm. They have everything to lose. and. They shall lose it all, everything. So, Barry, tell my people that it shall be over as quickly as it started, and there will be a great cleanup ahead. For it is I who take down and out every evil regime and leader that stands in my way. For you are about to see my remnant called by my name step up in ways they thought we're not going to be necessary for I will cover them and I, and they shall have abundant supernatural grace and favor upon them. These ones shall be led by my spirit and together, together we shall remove such evil ones. We yes, shall take down and take out all evil facilities and altars right down to and including their foundations the nations will never be the same the evil and chronic web that entangles my people shall be removed ah yes lord dark web is coming down and you shall see my transformation coming with uh, light on a quorum scale quantum scale like you've never seen anything like it there is a great fall coming to China and the Red Dragon. Oh, in the prayers of my people 
shall avail much. So this shaking shall reveal much. There are there are no they are no challenge to my angelic hosts and warring angels. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Can I, before you go on, because that's a breaking part here. So let me ask you, when you wrote, when you said a paragraph ago or so, it says the dark web is coming down. Do you mean what people call the dark web where criminals are often traded back and forth and crimes are planned on what's called the dark web. Is that what the Lord is referring to? He says that's coming down. I believe it's that and more, Steve. Okay. I, I believe it's that, but I also believe that it includes uh, unrighteous allegiances. Okay. Righteous uh, interaction. Like, like the spider webs of evil spread throughout the, all that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These relationships, these kind of things, I believe the Lord is is dealing with them. He's yeah. out of the way. Yeah, man, that's really good news. Can I, and one other thing, uh, what, what did I mark here? Because before we go into that next section, I I had written, seen this twice. It says, Barry, tell my people it will be over as quickly as it started. I, I marked that. I thought that's Ooh. good news because it's easy to say something starts quick, but to, for the Lord to say, it'll be over as quick as it started. That means it's not going to be as long as it. Maybe we're worried about a long, drawn out, right? Is that kind of? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that uh, we're at a tipping point literally right now. That once, once this thing flips over, you know, I mean, it'll be kind of like flipping over a rock. You know, I mean, you flip over a rock and then all those creepy, crawly kind of things. Right. Yeah. You know, I, we're going to have to deal with some of those things. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think we're, you know, it's not, I don't think it's going to be like they're just going to be all taken away. I believe what the Lord is, is exposing and going to expose is, is some of these, and to, to an extent, some of that's already happened. Yeah. But I believe that there's going to be some cleanup here that the saints are going to be having to do some things they never thought they would have to have to do with him to, to see these done. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you know, from there, I was taken into these huge warehouses, and uh, I mean, they were massive. I mean, they had probably thirty foot ceilings, and uh, this big racking, pallet racking, and they were just full of gold. And the Lord spoke to me again, and He said, "Barry, tell my people that I'm returning the wealth that has been stolen from them." through evil regimes throughout history. Yay. Tell my people I am destroying the slavery system that has held them in bondage. Yes. yes uh, tell my people deliverance and freedom are nigh. Oh. So I was taken out of that warehouse, Steve, into uh, another big... Uh, governmental commercial you know secure building and it was a global medical teaching training headquarters and i saw god's appointed authorities entering this building 
and they were military kind of SWAT dressed white hats, uh, you know, with, you know, arms and, uh, you know, they were, they were dressed for combat. And I saw them entering this facility and hallway by hallway, room by room, office by office, they were arresting those responsible for the pharmacia, witchcraft, death systems that they teach, manage, and deploy that kill millions, you know, by their agenda, ways, and means. Good story. And they were clearly being dealt with. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, Barry, tell my people that they've been lied to and they've been deceived and it's much worse than they know. So mm. leave it to me as I bring it down and I bring healing to my people in my ways. So Barry, tell my people not to be afraid as I'm turning things over and do not be afraid as things shake harder than they may have expected. Tell my people to hold fast unto me like never before. Rest in me. Rest in my peace through the storm. For I'm in the boat with you, and you'll be just fine. So, Barry, tell my people to pray and stand with those I've called to lead in this hour. And you will know by my spirit who they are. So do not be deceived any longer by those I have not called, who've assumed positions. I have not induced or blessed, for there are those among you who are not of me. Darkness, pretending to be light, for their days are over and their gig is up. For it would be best if they repent and turn from their practices, for we're in a critical hour. The fuse is lit, and it is short. So now is not the time to fade back. Now is the time to pay attention. Now is not the time to slumber and sleep, for I've called you, called you by name, predestined all of your days for these very days you're in right here, right now. So do not falter. Do not hold back for what I've put in you. For it's time to arise. It's time to shine with me. And it is time to advance the line. It is time for victory. Ah, And holy is the word of the Lord. And on that whole, okay, that's the end of that whole section. We got a new one from November 30. But do you, as you're get, getting the big picture, some people say, well, from the 40,000 foot level, what are you seeing? Is this, because someone could say, well, from the 70s on, we've been in kinds of all kinds of, starting with the hippie movement, blah, blah, blah. So God's cleaning house for, for about a generation. Or is this a house cleaning that was never been done since the time of Christ or somewhere in between what, how would you define what you're seeing? What's the big picture? Steve, what I believe I'm seeing is that we've had, we've got systems in place. We've got things that have been in place for decades, decades and decades and decades that uh, they've got a long game that the enemy has put structure in to take things out and oppress and control and manipulate. Yeah. And uh, I believe that, that the moment that we're in right now is the Lord coming and bringing uh, an exposure, and not only exposure, but the house cleaning. Uh, yeah. There is a sense, too, that where we've been uh, passive, you know, as believers, where we've been passive, you know, in standing up and, and thinking that, 
you know, there's a, a wall between the sacred and the secular, you know, where there's a, where there's a, not an intermingling. Yeah. And sees this much differently. He's called men and women to stand in places and offices, you know, within offices of influence uh, within our nations that are to, uh, you know, bring and what I would say, disciple the nations. You know, we're not called to just disciple a church or disciple a little denomination. He's actually called us to disciple the nation. And this is, I think, what God is doing. He's knocking this wall down between the sacred and the secular, and he's raising up a people that are not afraid to stand in his name against evil and uh, and call it what it is, evil, and and see his light come and shine, light that stuff up. Oh. Sounds good. Good. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, man. All right. Now, something, this one has to do with a prophetic word for Mexico you got in the 30th of November, so that's interesting. Yeah, um, so this was... Uh, now, it's, I had about a week where every time I turned around, Mexico, you know, I just hearing it whispered. And uh, on November 21st, uh, he, he stirred the, this, started stirring that up at me. And then on November 30th, uh, you know, he opened this up for me. And so what he, what he said uh, is, uh, Barry, tell my people that I'm about to do something new in Mexico. For there is a people called by my name to stand up. They've been afraid and they've been controlled. And many have lost loved ones to the enemy. The dark forces ran by demonic powers and principalities have in turn controlled Perez and other political leaders in Mexico. Uh, The time is here and the time is now for Mexico to come into all I've called her to be. The time is now for these dark forces to be taken down. The time is now for these dark forces to be taken out. They thought uh, that they were above the law. They thought that they owned the nation, controlling the highest offices in the nation. Uh, That is until now, for they are not above me. The Lord God Almighty, they do not and are not above me, and they certainly do not own me. It is time that they're dealt with. So watch as I deconstruct these enemy structures in Mexico. Watch as I strip these ones from all power and influence in Mexico. And watch as I render justice in the land. The trafficking through Mexico is and shall be choked out by my sovereign hand. Human trafficking shall be stopped. Yes, shall be justice for every man, woman, and child handled by the enemy. And it would have been better for a millstone to be tied around the necks of these dark forces and thrown into the sea than harm my children. There have been deals. There have mm. been payoffs between these dark forces and the evil uh, Biden regime uh, that shall soon come into the fullness of my light. And it'll cost them dearly for where they've opened the gates wide, pretending to look the other way, knowing what they're trying to hide, 
in plain sight shall be hidden no more. So let it be known and let it be clear. The border that has been breached shall once again be made secure. Yes, Lord. I am moving in Mexico, and I'm dealing with those that stand in the way. And I am dealing with the ones on both sides of the border. Uh, enough is enough. I will turn wailing into revival. Yes, Lord. Turn travail into healing. And I will take anger and bitterness and turn it into repentance. And I will take fear and turn it into boldness. For Mexico, you're mine, and I will not let you go. Yes, sir. Mexico, I have not turned my back on you. So Mexico, now is the time to dance with me. So step into my arms and let me lead. For I'll restore you, Mexico. Your shame and your guilt have been redeemed by my blood. I will be right there with you picking up the pieces. And I will bring families back together. I'll bring children back into the loving arms of mothers and fathers, and you shall see my hand move in miraculous ways. For my arm is not too short to reach the guerrilla forces once used by the enemy, for I will turn them inside out, upside down, and they shall know what to do and how to turn the tables on the enemy with me to recover all. For they shall be an unlikely key. But that key, the key, they shall be in my hand as they turn to me one by one. So I, they shall disavow oh, pledges and oaths they've made with dark forces as they surrender their lives unto me in my kingdom. So Mexico, Mexico, my precious jewel, your best and brightest days are ahead. And holy is the word of the Lord. Did I understand that the, that last part you were saying was the guerrilla forces, which are the bad drug guerrilla forces, <coughs> would be turned around and they would be shown the... Well, you said a lot of good things right there that you would not think guerrilla forces would be used for good. Uh, I believe I saw these guerrilla forces being encountered by the love of God. Wow! I saw I saw healing and deliverance come on them, and as they gave their surrender to the Father, they became uh, an army in the, for the Lord. Do, do like you a special I'm force? Ask you, ask you a question that I have no idea if you would even know how to answer this, but um, we are taught or shown in the news that some of those forces, those guerrilla forces, have committed heinous murderer murders and all that. Do you are you saying are you seeing that the Lord's saying some of those murderers will be yes. redeemed and turned around? Yes, 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 Steve. Wow. That's gonna happen. And wow. you know, you think you think about it, uh I mean this, this is gonna be something, you know, when you talk about forgiveness, even for families yeah. who've lost loved ones at their hand, yeah, to have these ones coming to the kingdom, there's gonna be a test of forgiveness there. Yeah. Oh like, my God. And uh you know, you even think of uh, Paul of Tarsus, you know, who killed how many Christians? Well, yeah. that he actually came into churches and probably spoke into places where he had murdered family members as an apostle. Like you think about the love of God to have families in that room with him. Yeah. What he'd done, extending forgiveness. Wow. I mean, that's kingdom. 
That is kingdom. That is. <laughs> wow. Well, I thought I would ask because that's a pretty um, common belief that some of those people are just, they're, they're axe murderers. They're everything, you know? And you're so, that, I want to know, did this redemption yeah. extend to those very people? Yeah. His blood uh, is not, his blood covered, like if we're going to make that yeah. choice and lay that down, his yeah. blood, I mean, he laid it down for all of us. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I shared this word a while ago, and I've got a colleague, a dear brother of mine, who we're acquainted with. And uh, they're involved, actually, in a lot of rescue stuff, you know, where they're rescuing, yeah. you know, rescue Traffic. stuff. Yeah. And, and some through Mexico. Yeah. He's asking me about Perez. He said, who's this Perez? And honestly, I just got, I just had the word, you know, Perez. Yeah. It turns out that this Perez was the head security guy for El Chapo. Oh, no, really? He has apparently been apprehended. And he was a main guy that actually uh, fentanyl and, and, uh, and Caucasian children and women were his main traffic. Yeah. Victims or whatever. Yeah. 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 But, but apparently, according to, you know, some of the insiders were connected to, uh, he has been apprehended. Are you you saying arrested? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Arrested and apprehended. So something's going on with that. And interesting enough, uh, we found out through some of these channels that Canada uh, the west coast of Canada and trafficking, and most people don't realize, is is terrible off of the oh. west coast of Vancouver. And Steve, we're told that there's a place off the west coast of Vancouver that traffic, and they, they, they call it the meat market. And they're actually selling kids for $300,000. But they, they fly, elitists fly in from around the world. Yeah, they come into their yachts and they're doing this kind of business. And the Lord is, uh, we did a prayer strike, a friend of mine, they did a significant prayer strike against this. And uh, actually they, they were involved out of that region as well, rescuing, uh, you know, uh, victims. And yeah. you know, they, they'd rescue, rescue the victims. They'd have them in a safe housing place. And pretty soon the gang shows up at their door, kicking the door in. Because they actually had these these ones chipped, and oh, they were chipped, so they they tracked him. Yeah, but the Lord's dealing with all of this, as you know, and uh, you know Mexico is uh, he's on the Lord's radar, and he's gonna gonna come in there and uh, bring life. Wow, wow, yeah, I think the stuff that we're gonna be finding out it makes everything that we think we're awake to now fully. We're probably this awake compared to what the picture is going to be, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Now you had um, the the next two, last two sections, I think. Uh, One is part one and part two. Before you read it, I'm just going to point out this part one, which is a warning to shepherds and leaders, was from a year, a little over a year ago, September 22. Yeah. And the next part that you're going to do is part two, which was... A few days ago. Yeah. So it's a warning to shepherds. These are like a year apart, part one and part two, just kind of to paint the broad. I always like knowing when the word was received and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and this is, I mean, again, I, I share this with, with fear and tremble, but the Lord is, is into restoration and he's into healing and he's into bringing, bringing things out so that, uh, 
we can clear a slate and 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 move together in a in a fuller way and so the the word that i had here recently uh tied into this first one and so uh, as i was back and forth uh you know with elijah streams it, it was kind of thought well maybe we should connect them and uh so the first one was in September of uh, 22. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I was I had a supernatural dream uh, encounter where I was taken into a church and actually into a board meeting. And it was, however, kind of more of a business meeting to run the show than it was necessarily to care for people and to shepherd them kind of the way that, that uh, it was supposed to be. Now, now Jesus walked into the room and he cut, oh, he cut through the plastic to the heart, you know, moment, not mincing words. Now he didn't say much, but what he did say was very pointed, but undergirded with love. And he said, is it your altar or mine? Oh, that's a question. Is it, is it your church or mine? For did you lay down your life and shed your blood for my children and their redemption? Hmm. They are my children, not yours. Have you forgotten where you've come from? You permit and insist on playing dirty, hurtful political games. Hmm. Jealousy, envy, gossip, backbiting, abounding over them and behind them, <laughs> backstabbing and inflicting those that I brought you to care for and to shepherd. So why do you use them like a commodity to build your own kingdom? You get close enough to get your hands in their pockets to build your own kingdom. You grease them with fake words of affection to get them to perform for you. You run from accountability out the side door at the end of the show so they can't get close. Hmm. Hiding away in silos, not as a family I've called you to be. You don't have boundaries, you have walls. <laughs> and there's no love in that. So why is it only a one-way street going your way, holding your distance with intentions? Why are you hurting the very ones that you've been entrusted to care for? Shredding them, rejecting mm. them with your words, mm. and apathetic indifference. But carefully consider your ways. Carefully weigh your accounts and actions. For if you're stubborn and continue in your ways, you will have no fire on your altar, and your favor shall be diminished. And you'll be like a barren woman. And what you have will be taken away as swiftly as it came. So listen closely to me on this day. And hear my word and weigh it before me and your flock. Render your heart before me today. And hear my plea. Turn back to me and my ways. For there will be a great reward or a great price to be paid. For I've called you for more than this. Do you not perceive it? You have asked for my fire, and surely it is here to burn away everything that impairs you 
from coming into your destiny mm. is yours. And holy is the word of the Lord. Wow. Oh. You know, uh, what did that mean? I, I, I went back and looked at it. It says hiding. He's talking about hiding away in silos. Uh, what does that mean? People were, are they just saying, yes, re, refusing to assemble themselves together with, with other I, leaders? I, I think my perception, my perception was uh, that there's, there's not the interaction amongst the body okay. uh, that, that needs to be. And so you've got maybe a little segment here that is kind of tucked away from uh, without relationship into the other ones within the body that they're called to walk with. And it impedes uh, their effectiveness in what, what they do without that, that bond of relationship when you're just stuck tight in the, into a silo. And it's not that you know, there are different calls in different places. I mean, there were 12 tribes of Israel. There are right. different things. So, so there, there is that, but, uh, but there still is uh a working together as as family. Yeah, and I mean, what I'm picking up was a general thing about people who have the ch- have the choice and should have the maturity to get along with fellow believers and not play manipulative, mean spirited games. And we're doing the opposite. They were just doing all those. I mean, I can just see this. He says, "It's not. What are you doing? This is my. These are my children, not yours. This is my church, not yours." Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty powerful word, really. Yeah, it, it, it's heavy. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it's a heavy word, but in love, uh, you know, I think that uh, he's calling us to a higher place. He yeah. really, so, I mean, I wasn't expecting this one on December the 6th. Okay. And again, I mean, I share this with fear and trembling, but it does kind of tie together here. And, and so, again, I just share it out of obedience. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let, him, let him who has ears here. Uh, you know, the warning to shepherds and leaders. There's a shutdown that's been coming that is now upon us. There have been signs and ample warnings, but now there shall be consequences, not by the hand of man, but by the hand of God. For you thought uh, you could handle it in your own way and avoid my kingdom ways. You thought that you were scot-free as if I was unaware of your actions and behaviors. Hmm. There shall be no more hiding what has been done or what has been going on. And in my love, I'm bringing it into the light. There have been a few backroom discussions and you've tried to make deals to appease control and hide truth. And there have been denials. There have been smoke and mirrors. There's been avoidance. And there have been blatant liars and slander. There's been manipulation and exploitation. There's been deception, stealing and lying. And there's a darkness masquerading as light. There have been rejections, underhanded dismissals and removals, leaving many questions in its wake. And there has been great hurt and pain inflicted upon my children. There have been many hurt and taken out, but things will not be hidden any longer. The shaking that is hitting the church shall be rougher than you ever imagined. For has it not been said that judgment starts in my house? 
for I've called you to be a bride without spot or wrinkle, and that you shall be, for I'm calling you higher. So embrace my fire in this hour, and let me burn the things away that hinder you, so that you can, in fact, carry my glory. For it's my heart's greatest desire to bring healing and restoration to everyone. So consider your ways, examine your hearts, and repent where repentance is due. And equally give back, be quick to forgive, and to not be bound in a spiritual prison of unforgiveness. For where there is unity, there shall flow my blessings and my power, signs and wonders. So hasten your step. Don't wait another day. The choice is yours. It is really up to you. For you shall move at the speed of your obedience and humility. And holy is the word of the Lord. Yeah, and that's the end of that. And I got to ask you, so there's these two paragraphs, about three, three paragraphs apart from each other, where he's saying, and this is, I'm reading it from here, the shaking that is hitting the church shall be rougher than you ever imagined. For has it not been said, judgment starts at, the, at my house. For I've called you to be bride without spot or wrinkle. I'm calling you higher, you know, et cetera. And then, but then three, three paragraphs down says, hasten your steps. Don't wait another day. The choice is yours. It really is up to you. Yeah. You should move with the speed of your obedience and humility. So it sounds like some people may yet escape some harshness of the shaking. I mean, I, I, it sounds like we're all going to go through the shaking, right? Yeah. But it sounds like some have a choice to go through it the easy way or the hard way. What, how, what would you say? I, I, for me, Steve, uh, you know, I know that in, you know, humility and repentance comes change. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, I, even now, you know, like, you know, even now from my heart, you know, Lord, you know, uh, search my heart, lest there be any wicked way within me. And, and I just would say, you know, I would just ask even today on the show, I would just ask, uh, you know, forgiveness for for us as leaders you know where we've caused harm to yeah, to god's good. people knowingly or unknowingly yeah that's good you know, like, like, we, like we repent yeah and, like i mean I, I would just say you know we ask for your forgiveness yeah you know where we've let unforgiveness come in and, and give landing strips for the enemy yeah and that's so, so you, know, we, you know we're all people at the end of the day Leader, I mean, we're all we're all flesh and blood. We're all yeah. pots of clay, and and so there there's that part where I just, you know, I just would pray that uh, we would be able to come with a, a spirit of openness and transparency, you yeah. know, and, and clear, you know, bring light, shine the light into these dark places, and and then the other part of that is, you know, Lord, we we choose to forgive those that hurt us. Yeah. Oh, Lord, we forgive those, you know, those pastors and leaders who knowingly or or unknowingly in all of these ways, you know, Lord, you know, we we just release forgiveness upon them where where they wounded us, where they they didn't understand us, where they caught us. And and where we... I don't think anyone gets away without needing to do some of that, don't you think? I mean, you're saying it. I could say the exact same thing that you just said, I apologize. I I have relationships in my past that I'm going over in my head as we speak. And I'm going, do I have unforgiveness? 
you know, I might look at these and go, I don't think so, but what if I do? What if I saw them heading this way and I just decided to, before they saw me, turn a little bit this way just to avoid it because I didn't want a conflict? Well, that doesn't sound right, does it? That doesn't sound good. So that doesn't seem like I've got it handled if I would have... If I would respond that way at all, right? So it's that kind of level. It's like self-examination. It's not really navel gazing. It's just relationship gazing. You know, that's right. What's it really like if you if you if you met this person at Costco? Would you go the other way before they saw you? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I, I think this is important. You know, we think that when the glory of God comes, it's going to be all the jumping and dancing and yeah. you know all the worship and all. And and that's part of it. Hey, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But a sign of his glory coming and him working in our lives is picking up that phone and making some of those phone calls. And would you forgive me yeah. or that cup of coffee and, and go into these deeper places. I mean, that's something, you know, when you see yeah. that start to come out, uh, you know, and I think that's a whole nother, whole nother matter. And, and honestly with what's coming uh, I believe, you know, as a shakedown is, is at hand, um, we're going to have to put these things aside and get them cleaned up because we're going to see masses of people coming into the kingdom yeah. that are love, that are going to need healing, they're going to need restoration. And so may we do our part with our own healing and deliverance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what I said. I'm not even, I'm not blowing smoke. I'm going over in my yeah. head. Yeah, because um, yeah, I don't want anything, anything. I can think of somebody, this is not in the state. So anyone that lives in my state, there's nothing around here. But I, I saw someone that, that several times they proclaimed that that they were not taking offense at me. And if every time I saw them, they appeared to go the other way and wouldn't even smile. At least that's the way I took it. Now that might be my problem. And I'm going, man, it sure seems like this person in this state has an offense at me. And I'm trying to do it. Now, I don't honestly know. I'm, I'm not concluding. It might be my problem. It might be me judging what I think I'm reading. So I'm I'm examining the whole thing um, as we speak. So I I just want to don't want to mess this up, man. Well, yeah. well, well, I think I got a friend in Texas, and and they've got someone there connected down there. And he says we do a spiritual car wash. And he said you come in once a year. We take out the mats, and we might pull the seats out. <laughs> we pull That's the trunk open, and. Uh, you know, just to keep short accounts. And you know what? Yeah. I'm going to even say this, Steve. Uh, I look at the leaders that we've got in our in our nation and, you know, some of these men and women that, that stand and fight on our behalf that are, you know, under the microscope, um, you know, and the things that they've had to deal with kind of in the public eye. I believe that we're coming into a season where we really need to be praying for these leaders. Yeah that they can also, uh, you know, basically go through that spiritual car wash as well so that they're able to stand in a full authority of the gift and the call that God, that God has for them. Yeah. And, and I believe this is, this is unfolding and it's happening. And so God's calling us all higher. Yeah. And, uh, no one is going to be exempt, whether you're, whether you're, uh, a general or whether you're a plumber. I mean, it really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it seems to me, and I'm just thinking out loud here that if there are a leader, any leader anywhere. And uh, if you say, well, you hear this message where we're talking this way and you say to yourself, 
no, got no one like that in my life at all that I need to, you know, make sure I'm humble toward and um, be sure you're examining closely because I kind of think most people of us do, uh, unless you're you're just the perfect perfect child of God. None of us really are. I'm just saying yeah. this is not a time to say I'm think I'm fine. Probably, yeah. It's time to just check it out. Make sure you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And even as we come into Christmas, where families are gathering, and you know, so, you know, as often there's lots of dynamics within families and and history and brokenness and and all of that. I understand all of that. Yeah. Uh, how much even more so now, uh, as we gather through the holiday, yeah, to low, going in love, yeah, and and uh, love, love never fails. Right. Yeah, and that's what the word says. Does it doesn't say love probably won't usually fail. It says love never fails. Never fails. So you know. So, uh, well, uh, Barry, I feel like praying for the people and as they're coming into Christmas and bless yeah, the I would, I would, I would be honored. So, Father, we uh, we we just thank you, Father, for what thank you're you. doing amongst us and what you're doing in your people, Father. Uh, Moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and grandchildren and brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and Lord, you you look at us and Lord we we're interconnected and within your body we're so interconnected and and so Lord I pray that Father during this season you would come with uh, just a freshness of your love Father over each and every one each and every household and Lord I pray that you'd bring healing. Lord, into into each one, Father, whether it's emotional, physical, mental, spiritual, Lord, what, whatever level uh, or area, Lord, that, that people may be hurting and may be in pain, Father, I ask that by, by your grace and your tremendous love, Lord, that you'd come and you'd just embrace those that really are hurting today that need you. Lord, I pray that you would just come and you'd withhold not one good thing yeah, we lift up, uh, you know, the leaders, Lord, within our nation, and Lord, we just, Father, ask that you'd undergird them at this time, Lord, mm-hmm. that you'd give them wisdom, Father, for all that they have to deal with, even within the next few weeks, and the things that are unfolding, Lord. I pray for protection. You know, so we lift Psalm ninety-one up and and over our families and and over the these ones, Lord, that you've called in this hour to stand. Yeah, we're just asking and thanking you for supernatural grace. Father, for them to do for each of us to do and accomplish what you've called us to. But Lord, most of all, we we do desire a greater intimacy with you. Father, We I ask, Lord, you'd bring fresh dreams, Lord, to your people. Lord, you speak in the night season, Lord, where you go over our brain and our intellect, how you come and you speak to us through through the night, Father, yeah. that we can't see it in, in natural ways. So Lord, I that even uh, over the next few weeks, Lord, that you'd open up uh, an outpouring of, of dreams and revelation, Lord, to your people. Father, show them the things that they're going to be walking into, things they need to know, strategies, all of that. Yes, Lord. Lord, I also pray for supernatural provision, Father, for your people. Lord, that you would you would show yourself mighty, Lord, in in their lives. Lord, you are a supernatural God, and Lord, I. Yes, thankful how you you turn things out lord even though they may not look good how you turn them out in the end for our good 
So Lord, bring fresh hope, fresh love, Father, to each, every one. Bless Elijah's streams, Lord. We just thank you, Father, for your hand that's been upon them and the voice that they are and, and the, the vulnerability, how they position themselves, Father, to serve you in this hour. Yes, so pray for more wells uh, of every kind, Lord, uh, yeah. in your name. Amen. 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 Barry uh, mentioned, I don't know, do we have his website or his, uh, there it is, at the Canadian Hammer. Is that, what? what is that, Facebook or what is that? Well, you know, we do have, uh, you know, we are on Facebook, the Canadian Hammer, uh, but we did start a, just a little blog, uh, a blog web page where all our information and stuff is, is there. So uh, honestly, I'm getting shadow banned so hard. Oh, here. really? Oh, it's, I actually put some stuff up here yesterday or tried to that in Canada, we can't share news on Facebook. Really? We're, we're blocked. They're actually blocking us. Is from that, sharing. All citizens are just certain if you've been. I, sent- think, I, I think it's a fairly, well, maybe I'm being more targeted. I don't know, but yeah. I, I, I've had stuff that I, they, they just like the, yeah, so the website is probably the best way to kind of connect there. Okay, and the website again is say that www.thecanadianhammer.com. All right, Barry, God bless you. A Merry Christmas to you and yeah, yours. You and I rejoice with you about your uh, back pain being healed. And my uh, migraine seems to have been healed as well. I'm just, you know, let it That's continue, important. Lord, on both of those. Uh, I was mentioned to you after air that I think it was that I heard several prophetic words this year that said there will be a time when you wake up and realize that you don't have a something anymore, a, a given condition. And that's happened to both of you and me this year. Yep. And Crazy. that's what we has been said. And, you know, when those prophecies were given, whoever they were from, I don't remember anymore. I'm thinking that'll be really nice. But I've heard words like that. And then it continues. But... We experienced it. You and I experienced yeah. it. Yes. So that's amazing. So I'm not going to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, bless so, the Lord. All right. Well, God bless you, everybody. Thank, thank so the you. next time, you, so we're off Monday and Tuesday as a Christmas holiday. We'll be back Wednesday the 27th with Johnny and Lo. So you all have a merry, merry Christmas. Have fun with your family. And we'll see you on the 27th. Bye-bye. God bless you. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.